This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Hi, my name is Randall Park. And I feel, um, it's neither here nor there. <laughs> okay. About uh, being I... Conan O'Brien's friend. <laughs> Fall is here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walking blues, climb the fence, books and pens, I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Hey there. Welcome to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. This is Conan O'Brien. What are you giggling about already? Because <laughs> you tried to play the school marm and shut us up right before this began and Sona and I are snickering away. Yeah. Sona wouldn't stop talking and we needed to get the show started. And um, here's the problem. Sona, when she's talking a lot and you want her to maybe talk a little less so that we can get something done. Okay. Hold it. Listen. Listen. <laughs> He's got his hand he on always, you. Go he always changes the narrative to it. make himself look more you go nuclear. reasonable. You go nuclear. You change the narrative to make yourself look more reasonable. You've done this every single time. I'm a reasonable man. You're a criminal. <laughs> You're an absolute criminal. And you but, need to be... Killed. Well, listen. <laughs> That's why we brought you here today. Do you notice the plastic on the floor? I do. I feel like Joe Pesci. In <laughs> oh, shit. Blam. I, uh, well, I'll tell you what was going on before we started even recording today. We got into a, a big heated discussion. It feels like there's a generation gap. There is. Matt Gorley and I both love to talk about things uh, from the 60s, 70s, uh, 80s. Um, and Sona, you, and not just you, but also Eduardo and Adam, you're all from a different generation and you're constantly saying, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah. Um, and so this, I need to address this because this venture, this podcast, I, I worry, are we alienating people with our old references? Or bringing everybody in because as we've discussed on this podcast before, we're almost all exactly 10 years apart in three different generations, yep. millennial, generation X, and boomer. Yeah. So we're covering all bases. 
but you guys, it's not that you're talking about your generation either. You're talking about things older than you two. Like you're talking about things from the sixties, but you were born in the sixties. So I know you didn't watch that stuff in the sixties when it no. aired. You like went back and did that. And yeah. that's what you well, did. I want to say so my generation, oh, excuse me, it's not <laughs> cheating. My generation, <laughs> not my no generation <laughs> and Matt's generation. Here's how we're different. Yeah. We're somewhat aware of things that happened before we were alive. Reading about them. Wow. Researching Let's them. Let's attack my for, generation uh, and for, every generation. For after you, life. for you, everything that happened before 1997 doesn't <laughs> exist. How do you even educate yourself with things that are going on now? Sure. Yes. You See, don't. That's yes. the thing. You no, won't go you forward don't. and you won't go backward. I'm in the middle playing Rover. I speak both your languages. No, you don't, sure Matt. Do. No, you don't. don't hey, King guess Pet, what I listen to? Tamagotchi, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's happening. You, you Tamagotchi? Act like, <laughs> what? Sailor Moon? No, you're equally, you guys are equally I, as guilty. No, guilty? I do try, I do try to understand the new music. I do try. This morning I was listening. <laughs> the new music. <laughs> you know, the new music. How about the new way I, people speak hey, about things? I dig your new sound, cat. <laughs> I, I this bought is, a- This is painful. I bought a admit. record this morning. Oh. I'm with Sona on this one. Yeah, uh, thank hey. you. This is, this is how you guys are. If you hey, have time- excuse me. I'm the guy who uh, last summer went with my daughter to Coachella, checked out Japanese Breakfast, this morning, I'm listening to Wet Leg. I think they're terrific. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm making an effort. But also, I know that America had a civil war from 1861 okay. to 1865. And you, you can I know about the Goonies. Yeah, I do. And you know. I, I'm with you on the Goonies. Oh my I, God. Love the Go- I love the Goonies. But here's the thing with you, too. It's like, okay, I know what the civil war is. I know what happened. You're like, mm, on this date, exactly at this time, this <laughs> cannon was shot. And then that happened. Why do you need to know all of that? Like, I why don't. can't I just know big picture stuff? You're, you get, you're like, you should know what happened on this date 400 years ago. Like, I, nobody knows that stuff, you know? Wow. Maybe I maybe I'm wrong. I guess I should. Oh no, I didn't wrong. expect it to go that way. People who can now do I'm what you want, you can do what makes you happy. See this great peacemaker in the middle generation who wants to make both people. Happy. <sighs> you know what? You are the uh, child of a of a, a couple that fights bitterly. Uh, I am a child you, of divorce. Yeah, <laughs> and you're. <laughs> and so you're. I can see it. Watch I can see it. And Daddy are fighting again. <laughs> it's yeah. happening all over I'm again. A, I'm the child of people that should have divorced. <laughs> I just, but uh, that's a different thing. But, but you. I'm just saying this is is really fascinating to me that that uh, yeah. I saw what you were doing right there, which is no, no, no. You're both right. Can we just go get ice cream and everyone's good? Can you're, we? You're a good mommy and you're a good daddy. <laughs> you both have photographic memory too about things. No, like, I don't. But no. not yeah, things that matter. You do. You both really Mine's remember a lot of details. You remember a scene from a show that happened, you know, fifty years ago. I don't. I don't remember what I watched like two days That's because ago. Because you, so you have something called priorities. You yeah, have a healthy understanding of things that are important in life, and we don't. Right. I, I didn't expect the conversation to go this way. Well, I will say because I think you guys also are. Healthy, have priorities. You don't have to. Yeah. Don't back down, Sona. <laughs> 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 See, this is how you diffuse Sona. Do you understand that? I'm learning. I'm okay. learning from the master. Yeah. Only took you 14 years. But uh, <laughs> I, I do think yes, it's it's a it's a struggle. But one must stay current. One must stay current. It's just. And this is why it's good that you're here, Sona, and you, Eduardo. It's good that you're here to say we don't know what you're talking about. 
because I'm sure there are some listeners out there mm -hmm. who, if you and I go on a long run about Smokey and the Bandit, um, no. are saying, uh, what are they talking about? Uh, Classic movie, 1977, uh, uh, monster hit. There's just so many good movies. There really aren't. There really aren't. There are. No. I think there are a lot of really, really good movies. And I think that, you know, it's yeah, just really hard a... to watch a lot of them, especially the ones that were made a long time ago. And if they're not on a streaming service. What are your favorite movies? Uh, I mean, I go by genre. Uh -huh. You know, my favorite comedy is probably Galaxy Quest. I love adaptation. Mm -hmm. I've always loved. These are uh, solid choices. Yeah. Oh, thank they you. Are. No, they are. Off on it. No, they I'm are. not being They're sarcastic. I, you know, my favorite rom com is Moonstruck. You know, I, I, I What are your What are your favorite movies? Hey, I look, mean, we're just interested. We're not. You don't I know. Need I to feel get attacked. You guys are very defensive, and we what? were actually that Mom, was supposed to be a sweet question. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I yeah. got very intense. No, I thought uh, like one of your choices was on the money, and I what? think, uh, and then the other just big swing and a miss. Also, you know what? I came in real revved up on this because you did a. You did the quiet thing That's to true. me right before because you know that upsets me. It does upset you. You did those little clam hands. I do the little clam hands and I do it because it makes Sona crazy. Mm. But you, you were talking a lot. You were on a roll. You wouldn't stop. And then I just do the little ash. And I do, it's uh, Dr. Evil. Oh, does it. Yeah. Remember when he's like, yes. sure. can we have a little shh? Can yeah. we have a little shh? All right. And um, then you just see red. I do. I and get then mad. you you uh, you attack. Well, also before that, you looked at Adam, like intervene here and qu quiet her up. <laughs> quiet this woman. <laughs> that I would like to see. Would someone take her? <laughs> he yeah. did though. He looked at you like intervene here. Would someone quiet this woman? <laughs> She's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's I got what, it uh, by the way, that's what Stanton did when Lincoln was on his deathbed after being shot in Ford's theater. <laughs> See, I'm with you. Hold it, listen, Mary Lincoln kept coming into the room and wailing and screaming and throwing herself on the body. And finally Stanton, of course, the Secretary of War says, someone get this hysterical woman out of here. And they carried her away from her dying husband. Why would they do that? Because it's Stanton. You don't fuck with him. He just prosecuted a war successfully for four so, years. So he died? And he had a massive his, beard. His wife wasn't even at his mm, bedside? Probably a good idea. I Why? have never she more was, confidently held up this rap sign. No, but I don't understand life. this. This is upsetting. Isn't this upsetting? It was a different time. And and Mary, she shot him, saw him got shot right in front of her. She was hysterical. I find that it, it was a different time uh, excuses going over well these days. Does that, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I'd like to right now say that uh, I think Wait a minute! No, I'm not going to say any of that. I was going to do it as a, I was going to do it as a joke, and then I thought, nah, they're going to just read it as a transcript at the trial. So, and then I'm like, Your Honor, it's clear that I'm exaggerating for the for the humorous content. Cut to me at a newly opened Alcatraz prison, just for you, opened just for me. And you guys come oh, by on a boat and wave at me. You got no audience, and you're just walking the island. <laughs> You know, you guys are like allowed to like whatever you like. I'm yeah. sorry I make fun of you, you too. We're, you too. That's, that's you too. not cool of me to do that. We're you all, should enjoy it. We're all friends. Remember, Stanton, Secretary of War, Giant Beard. I won't remember. Had Mary Lincoln removed from the... Uh, well, it's, of course, the Peterson house. Remember, too, if you're just talking Alcatraz, you can watch Escape from Alcatraz or The Rock. It depends on what generation you're Escape in. Escape from yeah. Alcatraz. The Rock. Yeah. The Rock. My guest today... The Rock. Starred in the ABC series Fresh Off the Boat. Like He's been in such films as Ant-Man and the Wasp. Always Be My Maybe, and Aquaman. Now you can see him in the Netflix series Blockbuster. Very excited he's here today. Randall Park, welcome. 
I mean, I'm a, I, I'm a huge fan. I've told you this. I, I, I and end of the podcast. I'm a fan of all you guys. But I don't. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily want to be your friend. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. That's Trust like, me. That's like different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I can I just say something. You are demonstrating incredible uh, wisdom. <laughs> You're. <laughs> yeah. You 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 like the product, uh, but you don't want to hang out at the factory. No. You're yeah, a discerning yeah. gentleman. A discerning yes. gentleman <laughs> who I will point out. This shows, I think, great. Uh, great class. You show up with um, a brown paper bag. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. <laughs> and um, you reached into it and you pulled out gifts for uh, the, the the podcast team. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is- No uh, one, know. guess, let me tell you something. Nobody does that. Really? Nobody brings gifts. Can you think of anyone, Gorley, who's brought a gift? The only person I can think of was Kaylee Cuoco sent us gifts after the fact. She sent us little oh, equestrian it, mugs and treats. Really nice yeah. equestrian went, mugs. Because it went well. And she was like, I'm going to, like, I'm doing this without even knowing how this is going to go. Right. Well, so far, yeah. you're in a deep hole. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. you're, no, no, okay. No, let's, you're let's, on a mountain. Look at this. Look at this. Okay, let's talk about what you, what you brought. Let's start with this. You brought um, some uh, puriline chocolate hazelnut cream filled wafers in yeah. a big uh, tin so yeah. when we're done eating the wafers we can keep uh, that's gonna be a swear jar yeah <laughs> for, we should have a swear jar we should have a swear jar here and then you brought a, a bottle of what is the bottle uh, it's just some Irish uh, whiskey okay so cause you're you know actually not <laughs> Don't let the name and face and 100% genetic certitude uh, fool you. Um, I'm an Ashkenazi Jew and very proud of it. And uh, I haven't seen you in shul lately. Oh, me? Yeah, yeah oh. Gorley. So, um, or, or you, Randall. So, no, uh, but you brought us some bun ratty Irish whiskey. Yeah. And that is a, does that say potato malt on the bottom? No, product of Ireland, peated malt. Oh, peated malt. Oh. I, 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 I'm looking at it from across the table and I thought, potato malt? You asshole. And there's one for the future uh, swear jar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. And then you brought us Astro Buffalo Chicken Wing Jerky. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Look at that. And then the, it, the, the well, that's interesting. Look at, I like the logo is a- It has a, a cow a, in, a, oh, in a space thing. A cow in a space suit floating in orbit. Um, yeah, wait, I went to the store right down the street, the, the wine and uh, cheese store, and mm -hmm. grabbed the first things this I saw. This is amazing. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, I do think this should be a precedent now on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Is I think people should bring gifts. Mm -hmm. um, and over time, not that these are these are fine gifts. <laughs> what? what? No, no, don't get an attitude. But over time, the gifts will, you know, improve. <laughs> I think uh, maybe the amount spent There'll be some fine watches, maybe. If I come back. If I come back. Oh, you are coming back. You know, I want to first uh, uh, compliment you on, and thank you. When I was wrapping up my late night show and we were doing some of our last, you know, couple of weeks of months of episodes, yeah. you showed up and uh, you brought, you did this hilarious thing on our show it's the hardest I've laughed on on camera in a long time. <laughs> you very seriously sold how, what a good artist you are and how much you've been working uh, on yeah. it over COVID. <laughs> and um, I, you, I, I swear to God, I knew nothing about this. Sometimes people were very <laughs> cynical about talk shows and they think, well, the host knows everything that's going to happen. Uh, yeah. We know some things, but I don't, I like to not know some things and you did not tell me this. So you were talking for a while about how good you were and you were very convincing, very good. And then 
we should put this up. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Ha- I, I didn't. Thought, I didn't bring it with me. But I we think have if it. the listener goes to Team Coco Podcasts, yes. on Instagram, yeah, yes, you listen these, to it. These portraits. So, that so I, yeah. you, <laughs> you totally had me hook, line, and sinker, <laughs> and I was so excited. And then you, you talked very seriously about COVID, <laughs> and you've been working on it, and you thought you got really good, and your style, and you're getting a lot of compliments. And then you showed me uh, this. This you put so much pressure on it. And then you showed me this uh, a portrait you had done of me, and it was uh, terrible in the funniest way. So, and, it, and that's very hard to achieve. It got a huge reaction from the crowd. Um, I couldn't stop laughing. We kept showing it. People loved it. I took it home. My wife came home. She couldn't stop laughing because you had it in a little frame. You framed yeah, it. Yeah. And um, it is... <laughs> <laughs> then my kids came home. They couldn't stop laughing. Guess what? It is still in our oh kitchen. Oh my gosh, and I, I love I, that. I look at it every day. Every day I'm like, I'm busy. I've got stuff to do. And sometimes I'm in a bad mood. And then I see this portrait, that uh, an original by yeah, Randall Park that's of right. me. Oh, and, I love um, that. It's it is, still in your home. It's hilariously, <laughs> do you have it? Yes. You, it's, it's, well, uh, you know, I actually like uh, my kind of approach. <laughs> <laughs> my, please, please look up this portrait. I know this is a podcast. My approach. I know this is a podcast. The, but, uh, oh my god! <laughs> sincerely, my approach was to like draw you good, like to try uh-huh. to draw you good. Oh well, then <laughs> and then something would. I knew something would be off because uh, that I'm not no, that no, but, great. But, and then just just to accentuate the thing that's a, that's not a little off. Well, that's that. what's the thing. It's it is a thing of <laughs> profound beauty and Gorley. Am I right? It is. It really it's is. very hard. It's very yeah. hard to be slight. I mean, this is like the best uh, version of the Uncanny Valley. You know, like you somehow made that art <laughs> as opposed to like the lack of art. And I'm always. I swear to God, I'm always going to have this in my oh, home. I love and, it and visible because it's an uncanny mountain. <laughs> if that makes sense, yeah, it's it's uh, it is truly uh, well. That's that's an honor, a, a gift I, that keeps I, on I, giving. I, I love that. I love that. You know, first of all, you've achieved many great things uh, in your in your career. You're very funny. I am uh, a huge fan of yours, and you also seem like a lovely guy. I do wish you were my friend. I'll be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after you have a little whiskey and some jerky, you'll warm. You to know, me. you know, I did. I was at a baseball game once. Like a friend had invited me to uh, these box seats. It was a Dodger game, mm-hmm. I believe. And I and I came, went to the game. And the, the you know the box, those special boxes. I was like, oh, this is so cool. I get to be in you know in these special boxes. And uh, and you were in the box. You were is like sitting towards the front. Which of the is box. something I never. I've gone, there's a Dodger game. Yeah. I've gone yeah. to very few, I've gone to very few Dodger games. And one time I was invited to, uh, I mean, I love baseball, Yeah, but I haven't been to a lot of Dodger games, but I was invited to sit in a box. And I remember this very clearly. I think you were, yeah, this was. Because uh, this is a crazy, uh, I'm friends with Jack White and yeah. he showed up. He, he, I think he instigated it. He said, I, yeah. I, I, I actually have us uh, got some tickets in a box. So, I went with uh, Jack White and we went together to this uh, baseball game and like 15, 20 minutes into it, Bob Newhart showed up. Do you yeah. remember Bob Newhart I, being there? I, Who's I, one of my I, all-time comedy idols. Yes, And course. so I had, of course, I had, not of course, but I had met him a couple of times and interviewed him, but 
got to talk to him for a long time. Oh, that's that night, amazing. And we got to be uh, closer friends, which is uh, just a joy. But I don't know how you feel about a box. Well, I, mean, I, well I, I saw you in the box mm-hmm. and, uh, and I, I didn't see Bob Newhart nor Jack White. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, I, I give s- off a light. <laughs> <laughs> but Let's I saw honest. you. Brandon, when people see me in person, there's just well, it's almost Christ-like. <laughs> and my and oh. my and my wife was there, and she was like, and I had done your show at, mm-hmm. once at that mm-hmm. point. She was like, "Oh, you should go say hi." And I was like, oh, "No." <laughs> well, I guess I I, 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 I didn't want to bother you, and a part of me was like, oh, I, "I I don't know. It, I don't want it to be awkward." And it wouldn't and, have been know, awkward. It, I don't know. Um, well, first of all, <laughs> I think the truth is you just didn't want to come yeah, up. It was pure disinterest. Pure, yeah, yeah. I'm, that's what I'm. Well, because I knew you. This. I know you in the context of the show, and then, but you know, and it's great, and you're so nice, and you're like, but what even, if I'm even one of those even off I'm, camera? What if you're I'm so one nice. of those people who switches? Is that he what you could have been? Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> Corley, seriously. Fucking cut it out of you. <laughs> okay, that's paper money in the swear jar. That'll be there's at least sixty dollars. We have to we have to eat some of the cookies first <laughs> to make room. But uh, but no. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I want to ruin the because you're you, you know have, you're you such a great you know no, no, I, I, I hold you in high regard and if I, I figured uh, if I'd met you it would Gorley, do me a favor and be honest for a second. All bits aside. I do think I'm the same person wherever you encounter me. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for for better or for worse. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> okay, that's as good as I'm going to get out of Gorley. But uh, yes, what you see is what you get. But um, you know, one of the things that I was uh, thinking about when I was driving in here today, because I, I wanted to talk to you about you are first generation. Yeah. Is that right. Yeah. Your parents were uh, born in Korea. Yeah. Yeah. So. I've always thought that it is a scary proposition when a uh, anyone tells their parents, you know what? I kind of like to get into improv and comedy. <laughs> but there's something that uh, in, in first gen, when you're first generation, yeah. I've always felt that the intensity knob must be turned up. Yes. Uh, and, and this is for any culture. It's we just got here. We are trying to, we've got to get serious here. Yep. And it's very important for you uh, to to get up this ladder as quickly as possible. Yep. And then you're telling them, you know, <laughs> uh, I really uh, improv and, and, and making some goofy uh, well, stuff on the internet. Yeah. That sounds fun to me. Uh, how did that go over? Well, my, you know, my, I, yeah, I mean, the, the immigrant kind of, journey is is you know it, it, i mean that's a huge sacrifice you you, you leave all, all your friends your family you come to this new place you don't speak the language you you know you just do it so your children could have a, a just a better opportunities mm-hmm. and um so i i do remember you know when i started getting interested in in doing acting and comedy and 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 kind of telling them a little bit kind of mentioning oh you know this might be a career path and they they shut me down <laughs> right away they were like no it's not going to work you can't do it and i was like yeah yeah no it's i'm not yeah it's not it's not I, i'm just say, you know i'm just kind of hey, throwing you didn't it out think there, i was serious I, did yeah, you yeah yeah exactly i'm still on the astrophysicist <laughs> track <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then and then uh and then i just from there on out i just didn't tell them you know i just kind of did it you right, know yeah right. kind of behind their backs um I, I still haven't told them. I th- 
<laughs> that's getting harder and harder for you. Yeah. Television, yeah. movies, uh, you know, there's, it's- Yeah, they it's, don't watch much. <laughs> <laughs> you just quickly just put on some kind of a, like a, a medical coat when yeah, you come in every the door. Time. <laughs> yeah, oh that boy, that was yeah. a tough surgery today. <laughs> Why were you operating on the brain? I thought you operated on eyes. Did I say, uh, did I say brain? No, no. They're no. all connected, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go through the eyes to get to the brain. That's right. <laughs> the legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary taste with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Ashley's Memorial Day mattress sale is going on now. Save big on select adjustable mattress sets up to $1,200 on Beautyrest Black, up to $800 on Purple, and up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic. Plus, get 72-month special financing with select in-store mattress purchases made with your Ashley Advantage Synchrony credit card between May 14th and June 3rd. Visit your local Ashley store or ashley.com for better sleep and savings. Only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. No minimum purchase required. See store for details. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. funny because my my uh, parents were we've been here many generations but uh i was part of a lar- very large family right. and i do get the sense that uh and, and my parents were upwardly mobile and that would been, had the mission that they had that's the message they had received from their parents who received it from their parents yeah um and uh i but i think i benefited a lot from being one of many yes because i honestly think I mean, I see helicopter parents today that hover over their kids and know everything that they're doing. Yeah. And I love my parents and they were really good parents, but I it was a different time. There yeah. were a lot of us. I honestly don't th- think they knew what I was doing <laughs> most of the time. And I think they just were, you know, I, I graduated college and said, yeah, I'm out, I'm out in LA now. All right. <laughs> Which one are you? Third from the top, fourth from the bottom. All right. Yeah, I mean, for I'm me- I'm paying you know, my own rent. Good enough. <laughs> I mean, I was born and raised in LA. So they're like here, you know, they're right. like, so, and you know, I. It was kind of hard to hide from them, like truthfully. And, and, uh, right. but you know, over time, it's like they, you know, I just, they'd see me on TV, it'd see him on a commercial, and they'd be like, wow, that, what, what was that? And I was like, oh, it's just a hobby, you know. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and, and the, the crazy thing was they were, you know, when I told them, like, hey, I got this opportunity to play Kim Jong un in a uh, movie. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and I was like, really like, do you guys think this is okay? And they were like, super excited. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. yeah. I would think. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing they're from South Korea. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Because, you know, it gets more complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, you cannot. Uh, you had a very good education. You studied history? What'd you study? Uh, I stu- well, I was at UCLA. I studied mm-hmm. uh, English uh, and and then Asian American studies. I met so many young people who tell me they want to be in comedy, and then they they mention that yeah, in college I only thought of, I only tried to study anything that was like TV related. Yeah, 
And I always, that makes me a little sad because I think, no, you don't need to know anything yeah. to be in television. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't. Uh, you should, this is your last chance to know some things and to learn how to know some things. That's right, yeah. And then you'll end up, that will be somehow reflected in your comedy. Yeah. But- when I, when I talk to people who say, oh yeah, you know, I watched all the talk shows. I had a class called talk show, you know, talk show intricacies 505. Yeah. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, that's, that's a terrible waste of your time. Yeah. You I mean, reading yeah. like, if you can middle English or totally anything. Totally. I mean, I, I think when I, cause I didn't start pursuing this business so well later into my adulthood but uh and and for a while there when i started i was probably i was in my like mid to later 20s and 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 uh i, I thought oh gosh why did i do all those years of college like i, I could have started way earlier and, yeah. and been way you know but then as kind of i i would do more and more and kind of get into comedy and get into uh and start working i i, I just so thankful for for all those years you that, also had a number of very different kinds of jobs. Yeah. You worked in a, you were a, a, a night watchman in a museum? Yeah. <laughs> how, how were you, were you yeah, a good I, night watchman? I, I, watch I wasn't a night watchman. I was a security guard. <laughs> I like saying night watchman. <laughs> I like uh, the idea okay. of, of you and you befriend a mouse who's also, <laughs> you have a, a really long flashlight and you guys have adventures. I mean, if you, if you don't mind me having that. Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. I was a night watchman. Uh, <laughs> it was during the day. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> at, uh, at this uh, at the Hammer, Hammer Museum, That's, and you LA. wore a sleep mask while you walked around, <laughs> smashing sure, into things. Sure, uh, yeah, and uh, my you know my job was basically to like stand there pretty much, and if someone got too close to the painting, just tell them, hey, can you back away? And then <laughs> that was pretty much it. Yeah. 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 So, so you were sort of like someone whose job was to monitor at a prom, an adult. <laughs> you too. You're a little, a little close to the Mona yeah, Lisa there. Back yeah. it up a little bit. Pretty, well, yeah, pretty hands, much. Hands off the lower back. <laughs> um, that was it. Yeah. I was you, hoping for like, you know, some kind of huge theft of something. Would you, you have know? done anything? No. <laughs> No, but I would. But it would have been like, <laughs> would you have helped them? <laughs> oh, no, no, that edge is dragging. That's going to hurt the frame. I'll get yeah, that edge. Probably. You get the front, <laughs> and let's get this Van Gogh out of here. There you go, guys. All right, I think we got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep the bungee cords. Yeah, that's those are yours to keep. Um, were you at a? You worked at a Starbucks. I did. I did. Yeah. Were you? Uh, what's the, what's that gig like? Uh, it was the best. I loved it. I was. I worked for uh, a few years uh, at the Starbucks uh, in the Palisades. Uh, that's where they put me. And I would drive. I remember just driving up there, and sometimes famous people would come in. And uh, you know, at the time, I was doing kind of uh, comedy for, just for fun. And uh, uh, and Brad Garrett came in one day. It's a very tall man. Yeah, very tall. And uh, he left like a twenty dollar tip, and I was like, oh my gosh, that was <laughs> like so cool, you know? Uh, Do you think he felt? He probably felt because you recognized him, he had to leave a twenty dollar tip. Uh, maybe, maybe. That's the trap. Because I was like- and That's the trap you're in. <laughs> because people right. go like, oh, that's so cool. It's Randall Park. Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, in the old days, you could throw a couple of coins in there. That's right. That's right. Now um, I got to leave $20 every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. I have a thing where I leave 20 
but it's on a fishing line. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and so I get, they get that initial burst uh, of like, Conan seems like, a, wow, a 20, that's pretty good. He just, you know, he, he didn't really get, he just got a water and he gave me a 20. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm, I, I'm outside the store and I wait until their back is turned. <laughs> and I whip the 20 away. And then I watch them accuse others in the store of feeling it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's so I've been yeah. using the same 20 since 1993. <laughs> so ordering waters <laughs> all, all over the, the country, coffee shops all over the country. <laughs> I don't even want the stuff I'm ordering there half the time. But I, uh, I just want to make a good impression. And uh, then I want my 20 back. <laughs> when, did you know, when did you know that you were funny? Were you funny for your friends early on? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I was, you know, I was kind of, I wouldn't say I was the class clown necessarily, nope. but, uh, you know. I have no, I'm not a fan of the class clown. Oh, really? No, no, I was not the class clown either. Yeah. I was, I was uh, I'm suspicious of the class clown. Yes. But the yeah. guy who's just killing it in fourth grade. Yeah. Because he's, uh, you know, setting the clock forward. <laughs> And, you know, throwing things out the window. Um, I don't think most of them go on. I don't think so entertainment either. Career. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I was class clown in sixth oh, grade. Were you really? Yes. You were the class clown? I know. Yeah. What, was, what, what were some of your antics? I don't even remember. I truly don't. I don't know. I don't remember being clownish. I don't, I mean, maybe they were well, just- Wait, were you the class clown? Wait, 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 wait. I was, yeah, I was. But you don't remember doing anything class clownish? No, I don't. Wait, you was probably, this just from people telling you you were no, the class the year, clown? No, I was in the yearbook as the class clown. You probably did things like you switched. It, they probably had all the presidents in order and you like, I put Eisenhower just, before FDR. Yeah, just those two. Giggle, <laughs> snort. Eisenhower before Franklin Roosevelt. Uh, I don't think so. Listen, I'm not proud because I, I actually agree with you. Yeah. And I think I look back at that period of my life as something to forget. So I'm glad no, no, you have Listen, you have, you have done well. Uh, you are, you are, I don't think, I think a mistake was made. I think a clerical error was Made. It you might were, have been. You were not the class clown, yeah. or else you were in an environment that was so staid. So, <laughs> they, by their standards, you were the class clown. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, you know, you don't strike me as the, you know yeah. the, the type that would you know. I've been through a lot. I think <laughs> I really do think most class clowns are are beaten to death in prison. I, I, well, I had that phase too. I know, man. I tried. I got into prison just to kill you. It's one of those uh, movie oh. plots. But I, but I'm. Uh, I don't know. I yeah. I I, 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 I see. Yeah, I, I could see a lot of class clowns becoming like going into finance and stuff like that and, yes, you know, kind right. of. Right, and then just playing pranks with our financial system. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I destroyed a whole region of the country <laughs> and I got a massive house in Long Island uh, out of it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not, I, I think there's something about uh, people that are uh, sensitive and even somewhat naturally shy who have to overcome, who there's like comedy yeah. percolating in there and it needs to overcome that barrier. Yes. And I yeah. think that that's sort of important. And those are some of my favorite people in comedy who I've met. I know were not. Yeah. They were, you know, I, I think they were with their friends funny. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I, when, I, I was definitely know. shy. I, I was very shy. Uh, 
growing to 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 this day. But uh, but uh, amongst my friends and people who I felt comfortable with, that mm-hmm. was very wacky. What was your first commercial that you did? Before? Oh, that's right. Uh, it was a uh, it was a commercial. It was on the, the the you know channel eighteen in L.A., which is kind of like the the Asian channel where they do like shows. From, that's where from... I got my start. Yeah, my first talk show. No, it was actually my fifth talk show. <laughs> right. I killed it. By the way, they loved me. They didn't understand a word. But <laughs> they really thought it was great. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a commercial for that network, non-union. Uh, it was for these Chinese liver, liver pills. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I actually don't know what exactly it was for because I don't understand Chinese. <laughs> and it, it, oh, so the the ad was uh, was in uh, it was in Chinese was in Chinese. Yeah. and so you don't even know. You no, think that this, I, you think they were liver pills. I, I think they were. I, it's because someone might have told me that. <laughs> Are you sure that maybe it wasn't something more nefarious? I don't know. You know, I don't know. It's but not I, your responsibility to know. No, I just needed the money. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and in the commercial, I just play this dad who comes home tired, and then the kid. It's like, oh, let me get my dad these pills, which is kind of weird. That- <laughs> what? <laughs> I know what my dad needs. How old are you? Four. <laughs> yeah. Here's a pill I got from a commercial that I didn't understand. And then the kid uh, shoves the pills in my down my throat. He and shoves then, them in your what? mouth? No, no. Oh, okay. I, no right. <laughs> but the kid, you know, the kid gets the idea of giving me these pills, and then I, I and then all of a sudden, <laughs> cut, cut to I'm energetic, and, uh-huh. and then I'm playing with him that right, was the right. commercial oh. yeah yeah well he gave you a i think definitely a, an amphetamine yeah, yeah sure yeah. he gave you uh, <laughs> a strong powerful dose of amphetamine yeah. that was not not a liver pill no, is a liver pill does it does it does it treat your liver or is it made of liver yeah good question yeah i have no i, I don't know wow don't know. you're a responsible guy when you do that aren't you <laughs> Anything. hello i'm not sure what this is but inject this into your heart immediately this is randall Park saying, <laughs> "You can trust me." I I made like hundred and twenty dollars. So Seriously? that's yeah, something like it was oh, like very, wow. very. I mean, but that to me at the time that was like, oh and my how god! How many people did you indirectly kill for hundred and twenty? We're getting, we're we're doing the research now. Okay. They say it's in the tens of thousands. <laughs> is, uh, uh, you sure you weren't class class? Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, that's true, true. He's, uh, I love any class clown that uses uh, <laughs> drugs purchased <laughs> illegally to get tricking people into eating them. Uh, you were a graphic designer. I mean, yeah, uh, uh, yeah and, that's right. And you wouldn't right. maybe know that from looking at the portrait of me, <laughs> but um, but you did that for a number of years. I and, did, and you, I did. And you worked for some uh, interesting projects. Well, no, I, I mean, I worked for, uh, you know, you're, I think they still have them, the weekly kind of free, you know, like LA Weekly, the sure, free yeah. kind of in the kiosk, you just grab, you know, and then in the back uh, section of those weeklies were were the the ads for you know escorts. Oh and, yeah, and, I'm quite familiar. <laughs> oh. yeah, you yeah. know, you know. Sure, I, I do yeah. know actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen your ad. Uh, in the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I will date you and then give you a liver pill. <laughs> uh, Not in that order. But yeah, yeah I was in charge of. I, I was. They put me in charge of kind of. 
building those ads for for uh so is it just arranging aren't they mostly not that i again i haven't studied them closely but uh photographs and then uh, numbers to call yeah 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 and then like a uh, you know like a backdoor action you know like things (laughs) things like kind of that that say it without saying it you know you know i'm lost i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) you gotta spell this out for me like anal sex Okay. So they meet you at the back door of their house <laughs> no. and then you have anal sex. Yeah. I, Should I just yeah, stop asking? Just stop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. But All right. yeah, so I would, you know, build these ads and and, uh, and people, I guess pimps would come in and give photos of, and I'd have to scan the photos. And so the pimps would come in and say, who do I speak to? And they'd say, Randall over there. And you'd be like, oh, hey, how are you? <laughs> yeah. And they'd say- Pretty much, uh, you know, the managers, I guess, you know, stuff yeah, like should, that. Yeah, pimp was, might be a derogatory term. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't want to, uh, and listen- You guys are looking at me like- <laughs> Oh, please. You were a pimp for a while. But it was, yeah, That's it was- Only for, yeah, prostitutes dressed as late 19th century heiresses. <laughs> <laughs> and then other times we'd use, uh, and then other times we'd use, We'd use uh, stock photos, like just like royalty-free, like stock photos of these poor models. Oh, who, wow. like, yeah, uh, it was not a good job. I got an early gig. Uh, I had some um, very stupid early jobs. Uh, one was I was hired because someone had seen me do improv, uh, maybe at the Groundlings, but they they said, and I just wanted to do anything to get experience. So yeah. they said, that, uh, come and, and you can improvise. You can be the guy, it was to sell musical instruments. Yeah. Uh, and it was for some national association of musical instrument sellers. And they said, we want you to get, you're the guy selling instruments at the store who says too much, you're too pushy, you're too bossy. And basically I realized they hired me because they they said, just improvise it. That way they didn't have to have a script. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was the guy who, someone came in as the customer. So there was a, guy, a very handsome man who said, but remember when selling an ins- you know, musical instruments at your store, you don't want to be too nosy. Or I mean, uh, you don't want to be too Gabby like this salesman. Uh-huh. And then he would step away and I'd a guy would go up and go, I'm thinking of buying a Moog synthesizer. And I'd say, oh, well, you know, you want the cord. And I would say all this stuff that I was just making up. And I remembered the job paid absolutely nothing, like next to nothing. And um, they told me, bring your own makeup. I didn't even have makeup. So I went to a drugstore and bought, basically just asked for a paste that would make me look less white. And did it myself in my crappy car in a really hot parking lot. Oh my God. And just walked in um, looking like a burn victim. (laughs) And then another thing that I remembered recently is a friend of mine had to, he was in charge of putting together a poster for like a, you know, a slasher film. Yeah. And there's a standard thing we've all seen a million times on slasher films where it's a woman She's she's almost in a silhouette. Yes, and yes. she's clearly taking off her bra and panties behind and and but then there's the shadow. Yes, of the creep in the background who's holding a gun, and I'm that <laughs> shadow. Well, I want to know what movie this is. I'm done. We, we can find out because oh, I'm still friend, very good friends. My friend, uh, my friend will tell me, and we'll we'll find it. But but oh, I'm, wow. a, I'm a creepy shadow that's looking at a woman who for some reason is standing directly in front of a window and is signing to undress. Um, but I have a very, you know, I, I have a distinctive profile. Uh, yeah. And uh, I remember doing that. And 
We all do these things. That's we do these things just to. I I did a bunch of workplace training videos. You know, like those, and that that's what I did. Yeah, to this day, yeah, and to this. like uh, harassment or bullying, you know, different, different themes. And, and to this day, they still show them. And uh, people will, will, will like reach out and tell me like, <laughs> hey, you're, I just saw you in our workplace training video. <laughs> now, did you get to be, because I liked being, I got to do both. They would say, here's the wrong way. And I would be the too nosy and too yeah. pushy. Um, and and too filled with information that just overwhelmed the guy. And the customer <laughs> would go like, I just can't handle this. Yeah. And would walk away. Um, and then the handsome guy would step in and say, maybe this is the way to do it. And then yeah, I'd say, yeah. well, tell me what you're looking for. And I would be the reasonable guy. Did you ever get to be the bad guy? Uh, both, both, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was uh, in one, I was uh, uh, being sexually harassed, mm-hmm. which oh. was uh, interesting. Yeah, it was like, uh, and then in another, I was uh, I was bu- a bully. What kind of things yeah. were you saying? Uh, just... Uh, snide comments you know in the in the yeah, in the break no, room okay shut up Corley. <laughs> you know you know what we're gonna do we're gonna watch randall's video we're gonna look it up we're gonna watch this video about about bullying and it's probably it's gonna like be stuff everything. that is i'm regularly my dial is on 10 and you're probably on two yeah do you know yeah, what i mean yeah, you're probably yeah. just saying things like hey come on get the lead out Let's move it. We got an, <laughs> Gorley's watching it, thinking this is nothing. You guys good. You guys this is good. Nothing. Um, <laughs> but you loved TV growing up as a kid, right? Yeah, I did. TV I was did. huge. Oh my for gosh, you. TV was huge. Late night was huge. You were huge. You know, I mean, well, I was older, but uh, totally. what, were you, what were you watching when you were a kid that you really loved? Oh my gosh, I, I mean, I was besides uh, late night. I, I was big on sitcoms. Just you know, I, 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 I. I Grew up sitting in front of a TV, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just all the sitcoms. I knew when I knew the TV guide, which was another thing uh, back then. Just this there book. used to be a magazine, a <laughs> yeah. book that came out once a week that told you when things were on. Uh, yeah. And it was more important than the Bible <laughs> in most homes. It <laughs> yeah. was the Bible. It was the Bible. I also looked to it for religious instruction. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, that was, I mean, I memorized it, you know, every every night I knew what was going to be on, what time, what it was going up against, you know. I mean, and I, I, I mostly sitcoms is what I'd, I'd watch, you know, I mean, your era, I know you're younger than I am. So you're watching like what? Silver Spoons. Silver Spoons. Too Close uh, for Comfort. Too, too Close for Comfort. Oh, yeah. That, uh, family Ties. You. Yeah. Too Close for Comfort was a little before me, but I yeah. did watch that. Family Ties. Uh, New Heart. Yeah. Uh, uh, not the, the original one, but the Bed and Breakfast one. Uh, Cosby Show. Right. Uh, uh, Golden Girls. You know, all, all of them. You know what's interesting is that every show you just listed had laughter on it. Yeah. Meaning it was uh, either shot before a, a live studio audience yeah. or it had. And it's so fascinating to me that there's a whole kind of comedy that young people have grown up watching. I'm thinking of my kids, but um, there's no laugh track there. Yeah. There isn't that sense of like, we're all know. in this together. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. remember uh, Happy Days was a huge show when I was a kid. Yeah. And my best friend was Jake Fleischer, and there was uh, an episode where he was going to, this is not the famous Jump the Shark episode, but before that, there was an episode where he had to do some stunt on his bicycle, 
a motorcycle, bicycle. The font had a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> this is before he got really cool. This is his unicycle. Is, yeah, yeah, he was a very fit, this is a very fit, aerobically uh, in shape font. Uh, no, uh, he had to do some kind of jump on his motorcycle. It was like the first season of the show and everyone in school was watching and I was in maybe fourth grade, fifth grade. I don't know what I was in, but I didn't get to see it. But my friend Jake Fleischer had seen it because my parents wouldn't let me watch uh, TV on a school night. Yeah. And I, the next day I ran to Jake Fleischer's house. I remember <laughs> as fast as I could to have him explain to me, yeah. is the Fonz okay? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, you know, today I would get on my computer. Yeah. I, I, first of all, I'd, I'd, you know, my parents, they can't control what I'm watching if I'm streaming something on the computer. Who knows, yeah. you know? This was back when- Well, back my, then, like a, a, a show airs and the, you're, you you're that's never going to see it again. That's it. Ever. It's yeah. It, yeah. Or maybe it'll maybe it'll be rerun yeah, over that's the right. summer. That's right. Yeah. But chances are you're not going to, or you're going to maybe see it in a rerun in the spring. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, it was, um, I ran like a maniac, like my <laughs> life depended on it and was pounding on Jake Fleischer's door. Like what happened? He said, he, he does get hurt and they, they, it's a two-parter and he has to go to the hospital for the next one. Cause his leg is hurt. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> I'll be back. Uh, <laughs> my dad used to, we weren't allowed to watch TV on a uh, school night and if he suspected that we were cheating, cause we were always cheating, he would rush in. We would hear him coming because someone was on the lookout and we would scatter, turn off the TV and scatter, but he would put his hand on the TV set. And this is back when TVs had a little bit of an electrical staticky charge yeah. that you could feel. And if he felt that charge, he was like, get in here. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, it was, it was terrifying. How did you see any TV if you couldn't watch TV on a school night? That was when all the good shows were on. I got better at cheating. Uh, we got better at cheating. <laughs> wow. But I, I missed out on some really good stuff. Sounds like and, it. And, uh, but one of the advantages is that my father was really into classic comedy. So he would make sure that I saw... He took me to a movie, which was 10 from your show of shows, which was all of Sid oh. Caesar's best sketches. Oh, wow. And I, he took me to the movie theater. He took me to see Chaplin. He took me to see Laurel and Hardy. He, he made sure that I had this great foundation, which is why I really fought hard for uh, our late night show to be shot in black and white. <laughs> 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 and to mostly involve, involve pratfalls. Uh, but I, I lost that one. Um, it's just so funny to me that it's, because uh, you have a show. Blockbuster, uh, yeah, I've, and 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 this show, Blockbuster, which is it's a great concept, by the way. <laughs> you have you are running. You find out that they've just closed like seven blockbusters, so you are the last, the yeah. last blockbuster. Yeah, and it really does have the feeling of the Alamo. You know <laughs> that. <laughs> You know, we've lost this wonderful time. Yeah. What a golden era it was when, when everyone went to the oh blockbuster. Oh my gosh, And you guys yeah. are the last one. Last one, that's right. That's and right. Uh, you have a terrific cast. Incredible cast. And JB, Melissa, Fumero. I mean, it's just heavy hitters. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I first of all, uh, I've, JB Smoove uh, has, you know, I met him when he first came on our show. Yeah. Uh, years ago, I think he was, he was a writer on SNL. I know, and yeah. He would, he would, he would come down and do our show. And this is before, I think he was really known and he was just, and before he did Curb Your Enthusiasm and he was so instantly funny oh right away. God. He's so, uh, he's so himself yes. and distinct. I, yeah, I ask him about SNL all the time. And uh, cause I'm anyone who's touched SNL, I'm just so fascinated, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, uh, he was telling me how, like during the, I guess the table reads, how he would just kill yes. every time. Yep. 
just put on a show. Yeah. And I was like, did you get any, like, did any sketches get on? He was like, no. (laughs) No, no. He also, he's famous at Saturday Night Live for... There's a there's a meeting that we used to have that that's always been part of the drill there, yeah. which is Monday night. Monday's a slow day, but then what happens is they bring the host in, like at seven o'clock at night. Yeah. So the host would come in and they sit in Lauren's office. So Lauren sits behind his desk, and the host sits in a chair, and the rest of us kind of sit on the floor. Yeah. It's very. Yeah, uh, and then you go around the room, and it's all to make the host feel better. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, and if the host has something to say, like, hey, I might like to do something where I water ski, uh, or I had an idea for this, or I had an idea for that, but it's all theater. Yeah. And um, sometimes ideas get pitched in there yeah. that end up on the show. JB, uh, I, I, I was not there at the same time as JB, but he became famous for telling these elaborate, crazy stories <laughs> yeah. about the sketch that would destroy. Yeah. I mean, the host is saying, oh my God, you know, Lady Gaga <laughs> yeah. saying, I, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, wanna, I can't wait to do this. And then he would never <laughs> write it up. Well, it was just a, theater. He's, he's it was such just, a, also such a just out of the box thinker, you know, like, yeah. like I could see a lot of his like, ideas just being, you know, like, yeah. how do we do that? You yeah. know, it's hilarious. Right. But how do we do, you know. He's- I can, I uh, I also imagine if you're on set as you are with JB and you're shooting this show, Blockbuster, that he is always himself. Oh, always. Always doing bits, always, always. being JV smooth. Yeah. And I don't care if you're doing a night shoot and it's four in the morning <laughs> yeah, and, right. and the craft service food was bad and everyone's in a bad mood. He'll be, he'll be doing his shtick. Uh, yes, yes, for sure, for sure. And uh, I remember us shooting like real late. Uh, we were in a, uh, in a part, his character plays a manager of a party store and we're in this party store uh, till, till really late. It must've been four in the morning and he starts going. <laughs> <laughs> just hissing just hissing like a cat <laughs> and we're just rolling dying <laughs> and he just keeps doing it sure all night and uh yeah he's a he's man just... after my own heart yeah. Yeah. uh yeah that's um i don't know what that is that's almost like metabolic comedy yeah that's comedy because either just too much sugar hit you <laughs> it's happening on a chemical level oh for sure for sure. And it's hitting us at a chemical level. It's just like, he's just, he's a genius and we, we love him. You have, because uh, this is a really funny idea for a show. You are, and you're so good at being beleaguered. You know, <laughs> you really are. You have, you're, you're such a great uh, dry comedic performer that you patiently, that your mission is so, um, it's like Don Quixote. It's such a foolish <laughs> mission, but you're so funny at, I need to take, this is a very important that we keep this blockbuster uh, yeah. going. Uh, and the weight of the world is on your shoulders. It's biblical. Yeah. It's like yeah. Job. It's everything. <laughs> it's an impossible task, but you're just rolling up your sleeves and you're going to, and I think that's such a funny, it's such a great kind of comedy. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's uh, I think, um, yeah, it just, that's just kind of what comes most kind of easily to me. I think everybody has their thing that kind of comes easily to them. And, mm-hmm. and I feel like something about my life is, is, is very beleaguered, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of beleaguered, you also have this um, terrible task. Or you're in this awkward position of being 
um, an increasingly more and more important part of the Marvel world but uh, as, as Agent Jimmy Woo, but you're yeah. also in the DC world. That must be very complicated because I don't know how you can inhabit both worlds without fans attacking you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're like a... You're, you're like, you're in a blue state, but you're wearing a MAGA hat. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You You've know, got good I, environmental policy, but well, uh, you, know, you don't believe I, in, uh, it, in, in it getting helps, vaccinated. It helps to not be on social media. That, that helps. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know how it happened. It just, I, I kind of book those two jobs at the exact same time. And it just kind of somehow magically happened, you know, mm -hmm. because I remember, I think on the same day, even like, Hey, you got this Marvel thing and Hey, you got this DC thing. Like and a couple hours later. And I was like, how, well, do I have to pick one? And you know, my reps were like, well, let, let's see if we can make them both work. And then it just I don't kind think of they told anybody. <laughs> I, I because I think, I think Marvel people, uh, the people making uh, Marvel movies are probably so snobby about DC, they yeah, won't even watch it. And the DC people are like, I'm not watching that Marvel <laughs> shit. And so the Aquaman people aren't watching, you know, they don't know that, I think they don't know. It's possible, but they're, I mean, they, you know, unless they're like my parents and my career, that they're, they're about no, to No, your whole career has been about deception. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what's happening right now is you're living a double life. You're inhabiting yeah, both right. of these comic universes. <laughs> that's this is right. like the modern day equivalent of being a union scab. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get right. roughed up in an alley. I know. It's I like know. on the waterfront. <laughs> it's, it's cool also because I'm not a superhero. I'm just like a regular guy. And I, uh, and some and say though, still that's the greatest superhero of all. <laughs> Who says that? Absolutely nobody. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, but I, I think it's, I mean, actually in a, in, a, in a world inhabited by people that can float, shoot beams out of their eyes, walk through walls. Yeah. Um, you know, there's constant portals opening up and they're jumping through. Being a guy in a suit yeah. makes you pop. You're a guy in a suit who's got a job to do. You're a civil servant. <laughs> and it's got its own cool factor to it. I yeah, I, I, I saw a friend showed me something online. Uh, someone had like tweeted something about like, oh my God, it's uh, there's this like quick scene where I'm like bringing coffee to, to, uh, to, um, some of my uh, partners mm -hmm. and uh, they were like, oh my God, it's, we love that he's bringing coffee to his, you know, his coworkers. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you know, that is like something that should be cool. Yeah. You know? Right. Because also I think if you're watching uh, any of the, especially the later Avengers where there's constantly different holes opening up in the sky and dragons made out of fire coming out and Thor's punching Spider-Man and- I, I, I thought you were gonna say like, they, like the Hulk brought coffee to somebody. <laughs> no, but if you saw the Hulk say, right. Hulk go get latte. Anyone else want hot drink? I think everyone would stop for a second for and they're sure. spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on these CGI effects. <laughs> yeah. And if there's just a moment where a Hulk say, you know, or he doesn't even ask, he comes back. Oh, that would be yeah, amazing. Yeah, and he yeah. says uh, to Captain America, me see you drink uh, green tea once, buy you green tea. Wow, Hulk, me not sure green, cause everything looked green to me. Yeah, it's not actually green tea, it's, it's actually coffee. Look green to me, don't make Hulk mad. <laughs>
Me also buy you green cookie. No, no it's, it's not. A, it, it, oh, Hulk. <laughs> Hulk, you ass. You green. Everyone green. Everyone green. Hulk need lens crafters. Okay, Hulk, tell us what you see. All green. Okay, take it okay. easy, Hulk. Okay. <laughs> Every day St. Paddy's Day. St. <laughs> Paddy's Day again? Hulk just want beer. All beer green. <laughs> oh, we've been through this. Well, this is really stupid. <laughs> um, man, Randall, uh, I know you're feeling iffy. You're not sure. You, you feel neither here nor there about being my friend, but I would really, I sincerely really want you to be my friend. Yeah, me too. You are so uh, funny and and real and talented, and I'm very happy for you. Uh, All I ask is that if you ever see me at Dodger Stadium in a box, <laughs> do not approach. Yeah, no. Okay? I, no. You understand that, right? No, uh, yeah, yeah. No, That's I just, just yeah. Uh, it's just crazy. No, I mean, I, I mean maybe, you know, I, I do want, I, 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 I'm open to the possibility of being your friend because mm -hmm. uh, I, I do want to come to the house and just see the drawing. Oh, yeah. In the frame. Oh, you just want, oh, wow, what an egotist. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come to my house just to see the drawing you did in my yeah. kitchen. It's there. I see it every day. That, and and it always it. makes me laugh. <laughs> All right. I will make that happen. I will make that happen. Uh, Randall, absolute pleasure. Thank, thank you, you for being thank here. You and, thank you. Uh, thank you, man. And uh, congrats on the new show. And um, just uh, just don't pretend you don't, you know, don't act like you don't know me next time I, you see me in the street. Because <laughs> okay. you know you're going to. Uh, no, I won't. I'll, I'll come up and say hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care. Thank you. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Uh, I need a little help from two pretty practiced parents. Okay. My daughter tried to buy a Subaru. Well, it's a fine car. <laughs> I I'm I mean if she's is she not even one yet. She's right? not she's one. Yeah, she's it, one this weekend. She's one this okay. That's a pretty wise choice, I think, for a first time car buyer. My quibble is not with the car. Oh. She got on okay. my wife's phone and oh. somehow got on the offer up app oh. and my wife got it away from her as it was literally one button left <gasps> to purchase the Subaru. <gasps> Did she go through all the options? I guess I don't know how easy it is to buy. I mean, I guess shout out to offer up that it's so easy even a child could use it, but also shame on you offer up. It's so easy. That Did she opt for leather seats? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of sound package did she get? <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, uh, this happens. Have you experienced this yet, Liza? Uh, I mean, Sona, oh. sorry. <laughs> I just heard someone, I saw a woman looking at me disapprovingly and I used my wife's <laughs> name instead of Sona's. No, they haven't tried to buy a car yet. I mean, that's a big one. 
Uh, but, you know, they'll yeah. get on the phone, they'll start doing things, they'll lock it, and then you have to just take <laughs> it away from them. But they haven't almost purchased a car. I I need a car, so I wouldn't mind it. We used to nickname, uh, was not, my, my daughter did not do this, my son, we nicknamed him Button Boy when oh. he was a kid because he was obsessed with tech and he was constantly, if he saw anyone's phone around or any device, he would grab it and start pushing buttons. And he intuitively or magically would always do something change the time and he wasn't he i mean at the earliest stage he was doing that yeah and so we like we called him button boy and in a lot of the photographs we have of him as a kid he's always holding a device anything that has a button so he'd find like a cheap plastic almost disposable digital watch on the beach and just hang on to it for months oh my god and keep pushing the buttons did they have busy boards back then because we just got one for glenn and it's a wood board with like 20 switches and lights that they just turn on and off. And mm -mm. it's amazing. I just sit there and play with it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I we, have a couple of toys of the boys I'm obsessed with. Like what? Like these stacking cups. I need to have all nine of them. It's very important. Like oh. they'll be coming to me for attention and I'll just shove them aside <laughs> to look for these stacking cups. What do you mean stacking? They're just I don't stacking know what you're cups. About. There's just, I have an obsession right now with just keeping this specific toy intact and I don't know why. Wait, you have the obsession or they yeah, do? Yeah, I do. Wait, you're playing with a child's toy? Yeah, but Matt just said he played with Glenn's toy. Yeah, but mine's a busy board. Yours yeah, that's a cups. busy board. You're yeah. just you're just stacking yeah. cups. That's yeah, yeah. called cleaning up in it's the kitchen. Chore. <laughs> you're just what doing chores. They got, like, yeah, they doing I love this. New kids' toy they have. It's called laundry in hamper. <laughs> I think it's really Tack fun. just came to you and said, "Yeah, this is a kids' toy. We stack this." I know cups. that old trick. Um, nine nine cups. What else are you obsessed with playing with? Uh, there. My mom is obsessed with this one turtle toy where you put the shapes in there, and she needs to make sure all the pieces are there. You know, so. I get the sense oh. that. You and your mom and probably your dad and your husband are busy playing with children's toys. Yeah. While Mikey and Charlie are just wandering the highway. Yeah. <laughs> on, on foot. That's true. You're like, look, I stacked them. <laughs> Mikey, That's Charlie. true. You know, uh, uh, my son's button obsession, this is a true story. Uh, we were in Washington for some event I forget what it was. And we got to have a tour of the White House that they, you know, and they were giving us some special stuff like, oh, you can go here, you can go there. And so Liza was with us and my daughter was with us and, and my son. And he's really young at the time. And at one point they took us downstairs and they have this, this special room and I think it's like the iconic picture of when they got bin Laden. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They showed us those rooms. I don't think we were in that room, but we were in the, there's a mirror image room right next to it. And they were showing us that room. This is like a situation room? Like a situation room. With, and they said, yeah, you can take a look at this room. There's, and there's a button in the room. And so my son just leans over and hits the button. And suddenly I was just thinking like, maybe you shouldn't push that because there's a button in the middle of the situation room. My son just leans forward and hits it. And very quickly, a door opens up and a, a guy leans in and said, everything okay in here? Oh. And we were like, well, yeah, everything's fine. What? And he went, oh, the like, we need someone to come in here button was just pushed. Oh. And so, um, and my son was like panicked for a second that he had done something wrong. And I said, no, you did the right thing. You uh, saw a button. <laughs> In the White House no. Situation Room. No, no, that's the wrong <laughs> And you hit that. it. That was not the right Well, if he didn't, it. I was going to do it. <laughs> what? No, you should know better. There You're was the a, adult. There was a half second where I thought he had launched a missile. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but. Would it um, be that easy? 
Apparently, they're just all over the place. The buttons to launch the missiles? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And you know what's they really look, bad? They look just like light switches. Yeah, and you know what? They also... They're on a busy board. Uh, yeah. Stupidly, they put them right next to the elevator. <laughs> and for the missile to go... The missile to... If you want to fire a missile up into the atmosphere... In another country, it's just a little triangle pointing up. Yeah. And if you want to fire a torpedo, there's one just going down. down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, true story. No, it's, true. It's, true. it's true. It's a true story. Okay. Yeah. If you two say it. They also true. have a bunch over near uh, the snack machine. Uh, by the vending machine? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a little, there's buttons there too. Yeah. I think it's A7 is either <laughs> sun chips or uh, you, you decimate some part of Turkey. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, all, all joking aside. I, I do think it's quite a complicated process to launch a missile. It must be. At least I'm kind of hoping it is. I am. Oh, God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What's this button do? Oh, no. Okay. What the, what would it do in here? Well, <laughs> what button do they? You have? just created another podcast. <laughs> oh no! That's how easy it is to create a podcast. <laughs> it's called Jawboning <laughs> with Skaz and Millie. Skaz and Millie just chew the fat from their basement in Santa Clarita. Jawboning, available wherever you get your podcasts. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. With Conan O'Brien, Sona Movsesian, and Matt Gorley. Produced by me, Matt Gorley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solitaroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Theme song by The White Stripes. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Take it away, Jimmy. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, and our associate talent producer is Jennifer Samples. Engineering by Eduardo Perez. Additional production support by Mars Melnick. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and you might find your review read on a future episode. Got a question for Conan? Call the Team Coco hotline at 323-451-2821 and leave a message. It, too, could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Fluffy bread, fresh tortillas, classic burger buns, and so many carbs. Carb fear is real, but Hero Bread makes healthier versions of the carb-heavy favorites we love the most. We're talking fewer calories, 0 to 2 grams net carbs, 0 grams of sugar, and seriously great taste. Plus more of the dietary fiber and protein you want. No compromise. Don't skip out on your favorites. Just use Hero Bread. Get 10% off your order at Hero.co with code Hero10 at checkout. That's Hero10 at H-E-R-O dot C-O.